the skeleton crew and the Fortuna twins find themselves at the entrance to an ancient temple within the ice caves of Ilum. After coming across a faux Mandalorian named Cassius, they were able to break inside, but whether or not they will retrieve this artifact for the ghost of Anortopal and their own purposes is yet to be seen. Wes was the first one to clamber over the rubble and move inside. Drell graciously allowed almost everyone else to go in front of him. Cassius doesn't hesitate to follow Wes, his blasters drawn. Skip has spent the time talking to Cassius, though, and I would like to have made like a leadership check or a charm check to have gotten into Cassius's head a little bit. It seems like he's used to working solo, he's not used to properly commanding people, and given my understanding that he has been a little unsure of our group's skill set, I want to assure him that he could fit in just well with us if he just listens to what I have to say. Let's do a hard, that's three difficulty, leadership check. You know what? Let's just flip one of those black ones into a red. So it's two purple and a red, because I feel like it. And we have a light side point back to us. Skip's getting up in his mental mind. It's like psychology, but in reverse. (laughs) Risky. So two successes and one advantage. Nice. You definitely feel like you've gotten a better read on Cassius. He doesn't seem like one that is used to working in a group, as you accurately ascertained. However, his motivations still escape you a little bit. Though you may have established a little bit of a rapport with him, you're not quite sure where he'll end up. What I want to do with that leadership and the successes here is I want to slide a tell that he'll proffer when he decides to turn on us. There'll be some sort of tell or signal that he'll unconsciously proffer to us when he decides to, you know, turn and that can give us enough warning so that we have a a proper initiative or we get the jump on him instead because... He he scratches his throat and goes, oh, erm, or something. As you think back to just the moment before outside, when Drell had motioned toward uh, going along with Anarchy's plan of the sacrifice and using one of the workers, you did happen to notice Cassius almost unconsciously tap the side of his holster once or twice. Good to know. So you can really tell that Skip here has not been in the skeleton crew for very long, because uh, if he had, he would know that we are the people who do the betraying and turning on, <laughs> not the, uh, the employers. Not, not the other way around. The flight risk crew wouldn't know anything about that. Uh, we've never harmed anyone on the job, and we have a stellar record. Never betrayed an employer. 365 days, no accidents. No employer has ever given the skeleton crew a bad review. Not once. But... They've never been alive to do so. <laughs> did we blow up an entire space station just to make sure one didn't do it? Maybe. No, the Sith did the that. The Sith did it. That wasn't us at all. There was I. The skeleton crew's involvement was entirely incidental. Except for that whole reactor room bit. That, that had nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, following probably about halfway or closer to the back with Drell, Gordax clambers through, admiring his handiwork of this clean walkway through that he has created. I mean, it's anything but clean. (laughs) It's a pile of rubble, a destroyed door, and even as you go inside this next chamber that seems to hold the artifact proper, the ceiling and rubble that you've disturbed has cascaded down into the room, has crumbled against the floor, destroying a few 
different facades that seem to have probably some intrinsic artistic and ceremonial value to someone at some point in time. There's a pillars lining the room that go down to the very end where a beam of reflected light illuminates another egg shape of stone. This one is quite larger, about the size of a human head, similar to the ones that three out of five of you have already seen on Korriban and Alderaan and are currently sitting in your ship. So this is unmistakably what you came here for. However, there is still dust raining down upon you. The cave-ins that seem to be cascading throughout the systems of tunnels and whatnot don't seem to have reached your exact position yet, but they're on their way. Wes is going to take about two seconds to decide how likely it is that this has got sort of a Raiders of the Lost Ark trap underneath it. Decides, screw it. And he's going to go for the full Indiana Jones, in which case he'll just run away from the giant boulder if it starts following him. (laughs) All right, that's a prepared action. Run away from the boulder. Gotcha. By which I mean, (laughs) he's going to grab it, disregarding any chance that this could end horribly and just try to... Oh, so Wes is just sprinting across the chamber? Sprinting in, grabbing it, sprinting out. He ain't waiting for this cave-in to catch up. Okay, great. (laughs) As you wrench the egg off of the pedestal, Nothing seems to depress, nothing seems to change in its makeup or whatnot, and you stand there with this Sith artifact unscathed. And as you begin your way back, Skip, you notice a little pair of fingers tapping a holster right on Cassius's leg, and it seems he's reaching for his blaster. I wouldn't do that, Cassius. Shooting everyone's going to just bring the whole place down. Also, there's this, and then I uh, light my, my, it's a micro lightsaber. It's not like, it's like a child's lightsaber. It's not a, it's not a real lightsaber, but it's still a lightsaber. It's a youngling training saber. (laughs) It's not what it's called, okay? This is a full adult size. It's just meant for smaller adult sized people. (laughs) Cassius, none the wiser to the intricacies of lightsaber builds, is still pretty taken aback by this. Uh, His hand is still hovering above his pistol as Wes makes his way back, and he's just looking at you like, you're you're one of them Jedi. I know what you are thinking. You need to stop that and put that gun down now. Kick it over um, to Gordak. He has lots of hands. Yes, I do have lots of hands. (laughs) Gordak is probably like... (gasps) Me, he gasped from my Validation. hands. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is literally. Yes, yeah, notice that. And I would say that he, as a point, you don't want to. Well, let me just say, butcher to butcher, you don't want things to get messy. Bloody. How far away is Wes currently? How much of the room does he have to like traverse? Was it a pretty big room, or was he? kind of there and back pretty quick. Surprisingly small compared to the enormous chambers that you previously had entered. So you you make it back to Skip's side and the others pretty quickly. Cassius has separated himself, though. 
Okay. Wes is not waiting for anyone to get out of this room. He is assumes like, hey guys, there's a giant cave in happening. Surely everyone will realize we need to get out of here before we die. So he's sprinting straight past everyone. He's going to go all the way back up to Force Ghost Guy, unless someone physically steps in his way. Not physically, but emotionally, yes. Skip, you... <laughs> <laughs> The workers, actually, who have stayed outside do stand in the doorway prepared to stop you, and Cassius full-on draws his other blaster pistol, even with Skip's threat or admonition. Uh, if I may, I would like to use Force Bind on Cassius. Ooh. Roll for it. Uh, so in the power itself, it doesn't say anything about rolling anything to resist it. I just roll my Force dice. Yes, yes. They're all Jetty. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. He, he's going to take four uh, wounds. <laughs> okay. Is that good? I don't know how this works. It, it's bad, really, <laughs> for anarchy's morality, but good for the power. Good. Anarchy good. has no morality. So does then dark side inflict wounds and light side restricts movement? Or? I mean, the, the movement is restricted regardless, but if the, the dark side dies, uh, cause the wounds. So you see the, not the best scar, but his other bits of armor bend and compress painfully into his flesh and he gives out a little whelp really and the two workers seeing this display just peace out of there that's good because Wes was going to try to convince them to do just that (laughs) is it really worth it (laughs) they have already decided nope and they're gone Cassius now cursing under his breath trying to still maneuver his hands into a firing position is just you Blasted force users! Gordax is going to go to try to take his weapons from him while he's constrained. Uh, That is easily accomplished. Wes is wasting no time standing in the middle of a caving in cave and is still running away. (laughs) After taking Cassius's weapons, Gordax turning to Anarchy, I believe you have this well in hand. I leave it to you to decide what to do with this here chap. I'm going to go assist Wes. And all weapons in every hand goes and <laughs> skedaddles after Wes. Drell gives a little salute and books it as well, leaving Anarchy and Skip alone with Cassius, who his eyes are just flitting between the two of you. It's like, what? You're just going to you're just going to leave me here to die then, huh? Bury me under the rocks and ice? What? No. You don't have any weapons. Come with us. Can I move then? <laughs> oh, that's not up to me. If, if I move, will he move with me? Or I don't know if I'm going to let him go. Well, you only get to bind him for a short amount of time, right? You don't have the the further down powers that uh, allow the... Uh, yeah, I don't have the range. I don't have the uh, duration, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. How long is that time? So, yeah. Oh, uh, not, very, not very long. I think it might just be like a, a full combat round, so... Six seconds. Yeah. So basically <laughs> just enough for, for Gordax to have gotten everything to have happened so far, yeah. Right, just enough for Cordex to disarm him. So then as he regains his autonomy, I guess, and stands up straight, glaring at the two of you, fine. Oh, come now, there's no hard feelings. You're not overly hurt, right? He crinks his shoulder, gives it a nice roll, and is like, no, I guess not, but you're going to owe me some new armor after this. And he trudges out. That sounds great to him. I'll put my arm around him and I'll heal him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I really do. <laughs> okay. Nice yeah, skip. with four light side points. <laughs> Cassius's wounds 
fade away? <laughs> As if they were never there. There we go. That's that's better, right? That's better. You need to make better choices, Cassius. There's like this light in Cassius's eyes that even he's really never experienced. He needs to go home and rethink his life. <laughs> Just make some friends first. Friends before co-workers and things like that. It's much more better if you can trust the person next to you. You know? Like you can trust me. Uh, and <laughs> his, his eyes start welling up with tears. And he's like, I've never had a co-worker. I'll be honest. <laughs> They've been servants or indentured servants or really just any type of servant you can think of. I don't pay them. They're there. I should pay them. They're there. The finest currency of all is friendship. You're right. <laughs> now, now that everyone has moved out of that center and they're all kind of in a larger cave moving up, Wes sees that Cassius is still alive and he is legitimately surprised that this is the case. He just turns around and he just kind of elbows Gordax uh, who's next to him. He says, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I did not see that coming. I thought dead for sure. If you ask me, he's probably on a one of their spells. I, I, I don't know. I saw the... That that one had a little light knife thing. It's not a knife. Never mind. <laughs> I will say, while, while Skip was having the after school special, I did retrieve the mining laser. Okay. <laughs> I, I am 100% going to let you return to your reality with that. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what Dwayne will say, but D uh, has no in Ryan's no. book, it's all clear. <laughs> He'll be like, sure, you can have whatever. Yeah. He has no power here. As everyone evacuates the ziggurat, it starts to crumble to pieces, the stairs collapsing under your feet as you are sprinting down. Large chunks of ice and stone fall from the ceiling, crashing it to, into its sides and just demolishing it. It was a beautiful structure, so it's really quite a shame. And as everyone continues back on the way you came through these abandoned chambers, Skip, are you paying any sort of special attention to Cassius? Oh, yes. Skip and Cassius are lockstep. Cassius seems to be really, really distressed and... It's hard to tell why without probing further. Sure, I will. Uh, Cassius, you, you seem distressed. Oh, hurdle that there. Good job. And now, what's on your mind? I... I'm really sorry. And as the five of you round the next corner into another one of these chambers with these old, dilapidated structures, you see a line of about four similarly clad people in, as best you can tell, stolen mandalorian armor their weapons are drawn wow and the workers lie dead at their feet already well i'm not in the lead <laughs> <laughs> it's probably wes who found them first <laughs> yeah wes is the first one to wes is in the lead and wes did find them first yeah i i am the last one of that possession i will note that as a cassius and skip were running step by step and you know skip was shouting some helpful directions anarchy was just shouting out like the arrow code to the konami code being very unhelpful being like left right up down <laughs> as boulders are falling down around you and people are like oh, wait, wait what drell almost gets hit by one because he takes your advice lessons learned so upon arriving and seeing 
all of these people standing there so aggressively, I would guess. You know, Wes has got the classic hands up, I guess one hand up, one hand holding artifact egg thing. And just don't suppose you all would be willing to take a bribe. Couple of credits. As everyone then does reach the room, falling in beside Wes, Drell just glances over the lot of you and says, Oh, blast. Then his eyes landing on Cassius. You know, I I, I thought you were going to be a changed man from all that. I'm going to be honest. And Cassius, still breaking down, is like, I am, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> well, prove it then. And Gordax tosses him back both of his weapons that he had taken previously. <laughs> I love it. Oh, wow, that's bold, Gordax. Bold. As he catches them deftly, these familiar blasters in his hands, looking between Skip and Gordax, and he's like, you, you trust me then. That's how friendship begins, Cassius, <laughs> with trust. It's my choice to trust. It's yours to keep it. Then keep it I shall. And he just <laughs> opens fire. <laughs> Wait, on who? <laughs> <laughs> and the skeleton crew and Skip and, and uh, Anarchy are gunned down. And that's it, everyone. Thanks for joining us on this. No. He starts shooting at these other soldiers. And like I said, their armor, though it is Mandalorian in nature, it's obviously been taken from conquered planets or systems or whatnot. It's not their own. And so it's battered. It's scarred. It doesn't have the resistance that one may expect. And right off the bat, two of these Mandalorians, imposters, fall dead. And... I think we're going to roll for initiative at this point. Nice. I'm going to guess this is a cool roll. Yeah. I think the, I think the Mandos are going to have to roll for Vigilance. <laughs> that was surprising for them. Cordex rolled two successes and one triumph. So yeah, then it will go the enemy Mandalorians, your newfound friend Cassius, three players, Drell, and then another player. So as these two remaining Mandalorians open fire, one of them using his blaster pistol, takes a shot at Cassius, who, of course, is the first in line in this makeup of yours. He did separate himself a little when he started firing, taking a step forward, established himself as the forefront of this assault. Oh, yeah, four successes right on Cassius. <laughs> However, he takes that force of that blaster shot pretty well, only suffering four wounds. The next one, however, is aimed at Wes. And Wes, you don't have any range defense, do you? I have a range defense. Great. That'll help. So before Soak, you will take seven points of damage. Yay! Thank you for this opportunity to lose a quarter of my health. <laughs> that is the conclusion of those two. Cassius will now go, and he is taking a shot at one of these Mandalorians as well. And he scores a pretty good hit dealing three wounds to that Mandalorian. Now it is the player's turns. Three of you can go. Can I go first and make a, a leadership check to kind of direct everyone in how to face off against these two and then offer them some advantage blue dice to roll on their turns, taking this advice into effect? Absolutely. Okay, 
You can do that, but I want you to know that uh, Wes will only be inspired if you pull out your micro lightsaber. <laughs> that, that's that's a requirement to truly inspire. <laughs> he has weird weird requirements for inspiration. <laughs> well, he wants to see you standing like a general on a battlefield with a lightsaber that does not extend past your forward foot. <laughs> it's got a really long hilt. Um, I don't think Skip wants to pull his lightsaber out anymore. He definitely put it away in its secret place in those very tight pants of his. And he stands there and he directs everyone to fan out, fan out abruptly so they can't target more than one of you and take aim at proper degrees and angles. I'm sure you've done this before. Let's do it again. Let's make that the an average check. Or not average. Yeah, average. So two. Because you've been in this situation. And I'll give you a, a boost die as well. Ooh. Just because situationally you've established a good rapport with these characters yeah, I want to turn a dark side back to light side as well and upgrade that from one red, one purple. Okay. Just so that some of my friends have opportunities to spend light side dice for better <laughs> better options down the road. Oh, there we go. One success, four advantages. That's what I'm looking for. So everybody can have a blue. Yeah, that's a boost die for everyone. <laughs> Who's next in line? Another player gets to go. Wes is so invigorated by this grand speech and the tactics he spreads out he pulls out his gun he's going to take an aim and he's shooting at what we will call the first of the bad guys okay all right do not let me down this might actually work really that's so disappointing <laughs> wow i just do not get successes guys what do you mean that's a success a success i wanted i wanted Did you add your boost for that <laughs> yeah that's with the boost oh it it's embarrassing i know it's embarrassing <laughs> All the time. It's actually going to be seven damage total. And I will use that advantage. I'm sending that down Gordax's way. And I just point out, hey, Gordax. Gordax, if you hit this guy on the left leg, I can see his favoring his right. We can weaken them. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I see that. So you do deal another wound then to that. You deal one wound. So you're telling me out of the seven damage I did, there was one wound? Yes. Oh, we are SOL, my friends. <laughs> I guess kind of spinning off of this inspiration coming from all directions, Gordax will take aim and shoot with his blaster pistol. And roll. Nice. Okay. So pulling out his blaster pistol, he does just as Wes instructs and shoots the one that he had been pointing to in his leg, and he is actually going to crit on that hit. Eight, nine damage. So then you will deal another three wounds to him. Nail him on the crit, man. Nail him on the crit. Yeah, what'd you get for the crit, Brett? He's going to suffer one strain each time that he performs an action. Freaking lamest crit ever. You got him right in that leg, though. Just as Wes said. All right, Drell then is going to whip out his disruptor pistol and aim at the Mandalorian, non-Mandalorian that is uninjured. So with the... Mandalorian, non-Mandalorians now really engrossed in this fight. They are going to... I'm going to upgrade one of these difficulties right here for Drell. And he's trying to take that shot with his disruptor, and we'll see how it goes. Oh, and he gets it. Good old Drell. He doesn't crit, but dealing that amount of successes, that Mandalorian suffers five wounds all right last player slot anarchy which of the two uh looks the most dangerous 
maybe has, if, if one has a better weapon than the other. They're both holding the same blaster pistols, but the one that Drell just hit also has a sizable vibro axe on his back. I'm going to ask him a question with my force powers. <laughs> so I have the coven ability, and uh, so feel free to say no to this, but Dwayne and I are, because I'm using like the Night Sister tree, are using it that, uh, you know, coven activates when I have like an allied force user, skip in this case. Uh, will you allow that ruling for me to re-roll the one force dice, the light side one? Yes. <laughs> oh, to get more dark side. <laughs> That's the objective. Yes, I'll allow it. <laughs> so it'll be a three wound on Vibroax for me, and they are bound for the rest of the round. Mm, very nice. As that Mandalorian contorts in pain, he reaches for his axe, or at least tries to, and you see his his joints and his arms just contorting, and give a he gives a ferocious snarl as we go back to the top to them. That Mandalorian will try to take a shot now at Anarchy, given this <laughs> new development. However, I'm going to saddle him with two setbacks because of his binding. So we'll see how this goes. Still three successes and a threat. So that will be a total of nine damage, minus your soak then. Uh, I'm still standing, but that was a pretty tough hit. And then with that disadvantage, however, he's going to suffer a, a strain. So Cassius now is going to actually charge forward with his armored gauntlet, and he's going to go full brawl on the one that Anarchy has bound, seeing this opportunity. So because of that, I'm going to allow, taking advantage of the situation, I'll allow him to have a boost die. However, I'm going to upgrade that difficulty. Oof. Just an advantage. So as Cassius gets right up in this Mandalorian's face and trades blows, he's unable to land anything that is solid, as even in this bound state, the enemy is able to parry and repost. However, as he sidesteps this last attack, he opens this Mandalorian up for a perfect shot, and he'll give Wes a boost die. All right, player's turns. I think Wes is going to take advantage of the boost die given to him calling on Cassius's newfound brotherhood. He's going to take a quick shot. Whoa! Much better. Noise. Wow. That's that's great. <laughs> so, seeing the opportunity, Wes lines up a shot. Bada bing, bada boom. He's going to deal a total of 10 damage and giving the advantage, uh, he s sends that over to Anarchy, who was kind of killing it earlier. Just points out a flaw in the enemy's defense on one of the Mandalorians, or the fake Mandalorians. Well, speaking of killing it, your shot impacts that Mandalorian, like, right through the throat. Goes right through a soft spot in the armor, and he falls down to the ground. He's out. We need to stop calling them Mandalorians. That's definitely wrong, and, and very unfortunate for other Mandalorians who are actual Mandalorians. <laughs> I'll tell you what, after we finish the fight, we'll decide what to call them. Well, I think you'll just call them dead, but... I'm, I'm inclined to agree with Skip on this one. Indeed, and Gordax is going to take another shot at the one still living. <laughs> sure, sure. Once per session, I may award two blue to anyone as I have a touch of destiny as one of my abilities. I'm going to give that to uh, Gorlax here. Gordax here. Right, Gordax. All right. So very inspired and ready to just finish off these fake Mandalorians. Gordax lines up another shot, fires, dealing grand total of eight damage before soak. 
and he's aiming, he'd already took out one of the legs, he's kind of aiming for the wrist of the guy who is left standing, wrist that's holding his weapon, and he's going to use the three advantage that he's rolled to make this fake Mandalorian drop his weapon. All right. You inflict two more wounds on this fake Mandalorian, and his blaster falls to the ground. He is effectively disarmed. All right, next player slot. Well, I I am very upset at having been shot. That was definitely not part of my itinerary. So I think (laughs) since, is this the the last one left? Yes, it is. Uh, I'm going to charge forward and just try to, like, shank him in the throat with my stiletto. (laughs) Remember that you get an extra boost die. Oh, I have four boost die saved up, (laughs) which I need. Perfect. Now, uh, I also have a touch of destiny. Can I award those boosts to myself? Yes. What is that, six yeah. now? Listen, I'm, I'm not beefy. I need help. <laughs> wow. Yeah, see? Those <laughs> were the world's help. most disappointing boost dice. <laughs> but you hit. You hit. But you hit. That's what matters. <laughs> All right, so what's the what's the damage total on your stiletto? To be clear, Anarchy just rolled ten dice and only got two successes and one advantage. Don't highlight my shame. <laughs> uh, so it's one damage, but it's got the Pierce 5 and Vicious 1 qualities. All right, so that'll ignore five soaks. So you actually <laughs> you deal two wounds to him, and um, then Anarchy, finish him off. I'll let you narrate how that goes. Oh, I, I basically, because I, I'm very upset, and I do not handle being upset very well, I'm going to plant my four tentacles behind me and use the pistons to just, like, launch myself like a spear. And you spear that man, that fake Mandalorian, good and dead. And with these foes now dispatched, Cassius is breathing a little heavy. Drell flips his little disruptor pistol around and sticks it in its holster and is like, Well, I'd say that was quite a successful encounter. Wes is actually quite excited because I'm not sure if everyone was paying attention, but he is two for two on actually hitting what he was aiming at. Yeah, I was going to say. Which is nice. uh, about a million percent <laughs> better than any other time he's ever shot his gun ever. So he's almost a little giddy as he, he puts his gun back and looks at Trell and says, uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree that's probably the best that could have gone. It's a shame Skoga wasn't here to see that. It really would have given you a lot of credibility in his eyes. You know what, Wes? Drell says, stepping forward and putting a kind hand on your shoulder. If I've learned anything from this very, very strange day, I've learned that you know your ability to shoot or not shoot and miss things, that doesn't define you. Like I said, I don't think you should let Skoga put you down so often in the future. I mean, yes, he's he's quite intimidating and rather large and has a sword and chops people in half like butter, but... And rips them in half with his claws. I won't discount that. But, Wes, I think next time he's around, you should stand up to him. You bring up a really interesting point. I could stand up to him. I could get in front of him and say, Skoga, no more. But I like him too much. I mean, to hear him talk to me, even in such a dismissing way, brings me such joy. To just see him, that pina colada hanging off his hand, the Hawaiian shirt barely containing his scaly chest. It's just a a true acceptance of the absurd nature of our existence that I just couldn't bring myself to do that. You know, Wes, I think there's some sort of disorder that you should get looked at that you might have. Oh, I'm a doctor. I can prescribe you something. Regardless, don't we have an egg to bring back? Yeah, Wes, that... I won't I won't speak to 
codependence, but maybe we'll address that back on the ship. It could be that Skoga's love language is just, you know, paying close attention to Wes's ineffective things and pointing them out. It's a sign of care and affectation as opposed to one of condemnation. I don't know him, but Skip is idly going through the Mandalorian's gear. That's what it looks like to everybody else. He's giving that, but he's actually checking the pulse of the Mandalorian in front of him to see if he can bring the Mandal- this Flandalorian back to life. <laughs> or if he's true and well gone. The two that Cassius dispatched right at the start seem to have already expired. Same with the one that Wes shot through the throat. However, the one that Anarchy stabbed seems to be on the edges of life. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere near that body. I wouldn't have known that. Anarchy might still be over top of it, idly stabbing it while engaging in conversation, so I won't speak to that. It was just one stab. I don't miss. <laughs> but but when, when she did raise her hand to go, oh, I'm a doctor. I can prescribe you something. I did pull it out, and I hit the artery, so now it's just spouting, and I'm like, oh, no. This is terribly awkward. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm away from that body. Yeah. <laughs> All in due time, all in due time. Um, shall we continue on to this, this chamber? I don't know if what exactly will be required of us once we give this artifact over, but I will say, if this is the last time we see the two of you and you are indeed returned to your reality, whenever, wherever that happens to be, well, it's been a pleasure. I think it'd be a great idea if we just take these bodies, since they're all obviously dead now, back to the room as, like, additional members of Anortobal's choir? I wasn't sure exactly how your riff was going. I, I believe 35 tuplet barbershop singing group was the exact phrase Wes, <laughs> Wes That works for me. And since you're so strong, Gordax, if you could maybe take a couple... I mean, four arms, four bodies. I believe the word you were looking for was tetraquintet. Whatever, I can take all of them. <laughs> and Gordax is going to attempt to pick up a body under each arm. Okay. <laughs> just the sight of this hulking basilisk, just one, two, three, four corpses dangling under his bulky arms. Yep. Isn't a Tetra 4? Probably. I don't actually know. <laughs> Wes never was very good with the numbers. <laughs> but a Junta... Nope, I'm sorry. A Nota Paul. As you continue on your way back to a Nota Paul's chamber, everyone arrives safe and sound. Gordax takes a couple extra minutes heaving his way into the chamber and do you drop the bodies off as soon as you step into the threshold? Or? Once again, yes. <laughs> Great. This whole time, Anarchy's been lagging behind with Gortrax, but she's like Peter Griffering her bullet wound, just like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh, I I think perhaps Wes could take a look at that. It's really causing you that much pain. He is also trained slightly. In medicine. I mean, I did pull a bullet out of a woman's back and allow her to almost instantly heal herself to continue being an absolute prick. So yeah, yeah, I can look at that if you would, if you need some help. Oh, that'd be lovely. I'm licensed. Well, I was licensed. I'm required to tell you it was past tense. Did you know ribs don't grow back? <laughs> I did. I'm going to guess that you learned that the same way I did. Yep. 
And as he turns to examine this wound, Wes, under his breath, says, I am definitely not licensed. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a stim pack or anything, or are you just going full on? I do purportedly have five stim packs. If I have used any of those since I last updated this written piece of paper that I no longer actually have here, then maybe not. And I know for a definite fact that you have not used any stim packs in our course of playing this season. In which case, I have five. <laughs> All right. If I see it, uh, Anarchy will just, like, take it and, like, Pulp Fiction just, like, puncture her- herself through the sternum. <laughs> do I need to do any... Um... No, no. I mean, if I'm puncturing myself, I can roll my own medicine. Yeah, well, with a stim pack, it just heals five wounds on the first application, so... Okay, cool. It's straight up. You're you're good. You get five wounds back. Hey. So then with Anarchy appropriately healed, everyone assembled in Anor to Paul's grand chamber once more. Wes has the egg. What do you do? Oh, Wes is going to uh, you know, go toward the middle of the room, presenting the egg in front of him. Anor to Paul, are you here? We, uh, we did what you asked us. We Hope we can chat, maybe get our friends back. More than you asked us, actually. We brought some more members for your group. And Anorta Paul just, if he could smile beneath this terrifying masked visage that is his face, he would be. But you hear it in his voice, and he says to Wes, I am both delighted and surprised at your honor and efficiency. In fact, It seems you've also redeemed one of these interlopers that sought to rob me just before. I will take this, and he gestures across the room to the four corpses, as due payment for his transgressions. As for the rest of you, turning back to the five of you, you have kept your word, and I will keep mine. You may examine the artifact, record what you will of it, but attempt to take it from its place. And you will meet a swift demise. Am I clear? Couldn't be clear. I totally understand, Anor. I just have one really fast question. And that is, um, could we possibly work that force magic to bring our friends back, these people back to where they wanted to be? I'm sure they've had a wonderful time with us. I can't imagine having a better time. A couple of deaths, a couple of chats. Really just a truly perfect time. But, uh, I mean, I'm sure they have stuff to do. Unfortunately, I cannot interact with the material plane. Uh, Drell actually steps forward at this this point, raising a little finger and going, well, Wes, <laughs> lucky for you, you have a Sith artifact expert on your hands. Why don't you just give me a moment with the egg and I'll see what I can finagle out of it. These designs do seem somewhat familiar to the other ones. Oh, very interesting. And as everyone is able to see the egg, for anarchy and Skip's sake, as Wes and Drell had been looking at the scans of the previous two eggs that they had, you noticed that there were etchings and paintings of different figures on them with conjoined hands, three separate figures, one definitely a little older, one of a more feminine outlook, and one of a more darker masculine outlook. This one on this egg is definitely highlighting this more feminine-looking figure. There are splashes of greens and golds and whites throughout the different paintings abound. And as Drell starts to turn little stone knobs and turn the egg itself on top of the pedestal, 
the same little crisscrossing beams of light start to edge throughout these etchings until it begins to open, revealing inside a crystal of pure blue light. And as that light slowly builds, brighter and more intense, fanning out, filling the room, skip and anarchy, a familiar feeling passes over you. One that you'd felt not long ago, just earlier today in fact, as you were transported to this world in the first place. And as the light fills your eyes and your visions, and you have the last second or two to, I'll give you a, a couple seconds to address the skeleton crew that you've interacted with thus far as you feel yourselves fading back where you came from. Um, Anortopol and new friends, I just wanted to say how we got here. I can't begin to know it, but the force's will is strong. Here on Ilum, and Ilum is so cold now, who'd have believed we'd get along? Cleavers, meaty cleavers, waving out towards me, towards you. so good This world isn't mine But this reality's misunderstood But now I walk through the ice And we've made some new friends So many hands among them all And when we met an Autopal zombie minions, the undead circled, forming a wall. One, no, thirty-five, reaching out, only bones and tendons. turned out to not be good This world isn't mine Wait, no, he's just misunderstood Oh, no, no We're lost in time Those good times were so good So good, so good in time with Brelwes and Gordax it's been such a good time goodbye and then the light swallows them whole and both Anarchy (laughs) and Skip are gone (laughs) Wes is crying in the corner (laughs) Drell's in tears Cassius has lost it (laughs) 
that concludes our flight risk crossover. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle and Velvet, so, so very much for taking the time to record with us this evening. I hope it was a lot of fun. I, I had a lot of fun. I had a oodle of noodles. I did of fun, indeed. Or whatever it was that Gordax made. Quite the time. <laughs> you three are just a sheer delight of yes ands and supportive role play. It was a delight. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. Anytime, anytime. Looking forward to myself and Noah, who wasn't here with us today, will be appearing on a few episodes of Flight Risk as Bog and Skoga. So stay tuned for that, and good night, everybody. 